1: wonderful installment of behind the curtain I am joined once again by my wonderful mother Tracy Borup hey there uh we're gonna talk about episode five in this one it was a really good episode I had a lot of fun and you guys really threw me off I wasn't expecting anything that you guys did
0: actually we were gonna throw them off a lot more we had actually talked behind the scenes and said that we were going to try to get that gem away without the fight we thought it'd be funnier to get Marcus to Give a really good story about why that gem was so valuable or cursed or something, and that's when he came up with a, it healed the world's wound, I guess. Mm-hmm. But then that didn't throw you off as much as we thought, so we were kind of stumped for a second. So you actually stumped us. We thought we'd be able to just walk in there, scare the pants off you, get that gem, and walk out. So it took a lot longer than that than we thought.
1: It was a it was a really interesting role playing session. Like, like it was it was probably one of the first times here where I'd had like an actual battle of wills and it was it was basically marcus against this shopkeep that i was playing and then i told you guys after the session that uh the way that we the way that i kind of played it was every every successful bluff check or or whatever check that, that marcus did uh just lowered this guy's will and his resolve to hold on to this this gems that he had because originally like Like, the cost of it was straight from the book. I implemented it being part of a backstory. I kind of changed things Mm. there. But that stone is, like, actually from the first book. Like, that's an actual item, and it really is worth 5,000 gold pieces. And
0: we got it without even paying a favor.
1: (laughs) They didn't have to do the favor. So, like, you know, there's probably that that person that's like, no, you shouldn't have done that. That item's, like, too powerful, blah, 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 or whatever. But, you know, they don't even know what it is. Yet, so
0: we don't know how to use it. We actually were going to do a lot more with that, but Spencer locked it back in its case, and that stopped us because Philip was going to do something with it. I was going to do pres- prestidigitation. Is that mm-hmm. what it's called? And move it uh, and move it and make it fly above the 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 shopkeep's head and and I think somebody was going to make it glow or talk or something. We really wanted to freak out the shopkeep and Spencer threw us off and locked it back up in the cage and or in the case. So we were kind of stumped for a while. So I was really glad that big that Zachariah stepped up and and said and did more role play yeah. with it. I was afraid we were just going to have to leave without it, or come back at night and try to steal it. That's kind mm-hmm. of where I thought we were going to go. So I was really glad that he gave it one more shot to bluff it away from you, and that it worked.
1: Um, I when you're when you're talking about that, I in my head I'm totally picturing the scene from the second now you see me where they're in the vault and they're throwing the cart around.
0: Oh, back and yeah. forth
1: and they're like like sliding it through their sleeves and that's totally what I'm envisioning in my head. I don't head. think any of us have enough like
0: power to do that yet. Heist. Any kind of <laughs> sleight of hand that much except Marcus though. So, yeah.
1: But what what he did was phenomenal. I mean, and yeah, I, I felt like really Oprah up. Yeah. in the episode cuz I kept giving out hero cards to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Oh yeah, well first we're going to start off and I'm going to give a hero card and then Zach just like totally amazed me with the the whole harrow deck oh that was really cool i had
0: no idea he was gonna use that that i didn't either so that was awesome that was another way to bring up we just told him come up with some curse story and when he pulled that harrow card and played on the whole superstition of the town that was so awesome that was such great role-playing that's what i enjoy most about the game anyway is the role-playing part of it and getting that story to be more exciting and more i don't know action-based and oh yeah i mean bit zachary wanted to just intimidate it and beat him up take it away and i i couldn't see how that was going to work because then i thought the town would sick us and you know be on our case and go looking for it and we would just cause more problems that way so i really like the way that we got that that jewel away from that shopkeep
1: and you know we talk about it all the time in the podcast we've said we've mentioned a few times that these people are extremely superstitious and that's you know that's in like the the player handbook. Like even the players know that. But when they get into it, that these people are just extremely cautious and wary of outsiders. And they've the people of Ustalov have just like for centuries uh, before this, they just, they used to live in in oppression. And so all these people are wary of outsiders, and they don't want to. They don't want history to repeat itself. And so that's why they're very superstitious and cautious.
0: I, I think that's one of the reasons everybody's character does not come from Ustilov cuz we had that choice mm-hmm. in the beginning to your character could have been from this area where the professor was maybe that's how I knew him but when we read about Ustalov, I don't think anybody was excited about that and that's why everybody based their characters outside in the, somewhere else in the Inner Sea region so
1: Yeah and, and that's that's the beauty of, of Pathfinder is the world is just it like it massive we talked about it last behind oh, the it's curtain so big. and how much lore <laughs> goes on and and like like I don't even think we could cover
0: no, and uh, and you and really you really, you
1: really can't like express it enough. Like if this is the second time we're talking about how big the world of Pathfinder is, and it, it's huge. Like
0: and Artrilla, for me myself, I'm I wrote a pretty big backstory on her, and I want to go back and fill in little stories about her and and things just for the fun of writing the story, just for my kids to read. And there is so much, and she has seen a lot of the Inner Sea region, but not nearly all of it she's just been to parts of it and she thinks she's seen so much in her 40 or whatever years that she's lived so it's it's really interesting to me that there's so many places to go and so much to explore and well your character can just be out there and have like the best backstory which makes this this game so much more fun
1: and it's interesting that you mentioned backstories because everybody keeps coming to me and they're like oh that's their way i want to add something else can i can i like tell you this or whatever and you've told me multiple times like like I want to we won't get into specifics because I want this to come out in the actual episodes but like like different players now and then now and then will come to me and they'll be like hey can I add something to the backstory I'll be like yeah sure it just gives me more to mess with you with if you want to give me more fuel he's
0: already he's already starting to mess with Zachary and, and Parade's character uh, we know this a little bit, but we don't know any of Perod's backstory, really. Mm-hmm. And I'm dying to find out. And I'm really, really having a hard time playing with Philip's character because I do not understand him at mm-hmm. all. And we talked about this a little bit after we ended our our episode six when we ended. He's so disconcerting to me because he, he never seems to be in the moment that the rest of us are in. Yes. When we're upset by something, he's still very, hi, how are you? And it's just like, I don't understand him mm-hmm. at all. But it's because his backstory hasn't come out. We don't know mm-hmm. him yet. We don't understand why he is the way he is, which is another reason that makes us this, this story so good and this game so fun and more interesting to play and listen to is because we get to find out all these things about all these different characters and why they act the way they act. Yeah. And as I'm learning how to play this game, I have to remind myself not to play as Tracy and be cautious, but I'm trying to play our Trill and the Gnome who is not cautious mm-hmm. and throws caution to the wind and and in episode six I pause for some time and I think even in episode five I do mm-hmm. some pausing where if I was truly playing as Artrilla I wouldn't do that so I need to keep practicing that and just go out there and just who cares what happens to her she would play it that way she is so daring and as such a risk taker uh,
1: you know there they are there's actually a term for that I and uh they are like a sign of a good player is the the fact that they can get into their character's headspace and walk in that character's shoes. And there are multiple times, especially with uh, Philip and Zacharias, they play a, a separate game from this one. And there are times where Zacharias, the player, knows something that the character wouldn't know. And so you have to be careful because if if like another player doesn't know that and you say that, then you might ruin the surprise or something. And, and that's so fine. And so if your character knows it, then by all means, your character should say something. But if it doesn't, keep quiet and let the GM let things come out naturally and let you discover things as a character. Yeah, and so, I think that's
0: what we're ter- starting to learn from each other is mm-hmm. that there's things that they're not telling us, especially Lyra's another one. She's got so much withheld, and she hangs back from the group so much, and I keep wondering why and what is her – what is her motivation for even staying with us? Mm-hmm. Because she she hangs back so much, and I think that's her character, not her personality. Yes, as Jessica. So Lyra's character is still. We still need to find out so much more about all of these characters and the the things that make them. And it's, want to stay here and solve this problem. It's that we've so got.
1: hard to cram stuff into these hour length recording sessions because, like, like if we were playing like normal people do, where they do they do 4 hour sessions yeah. or something we'd be flying through backstories we'd be flying through this story but we're also recording it too yeah. um, and it's 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 a different it's a different mindset in that as well where we're we're kind of radio acting yes. and and we uh, and it's it's a lot different when you're playing for an audience because because not only do you want to you know have fun playing the game but you also want to make it enjoyable for the people listening and so that's kind of an obstacle that we've been overcoming these few episodes and because
0: of everybody's schedule I mean I'm a mom yeah and you know everybody's got jobs and different times that they're available and Jessica's a mom she's got a little five-year-old and so we've got to keep our session fairly short when mm-hmm. we do play and I think the longest we've ever had a session would be three hours maybe
1: I think that was in the in the very, in the first. very beginning yeah.
0: I, in the very beginning I think we might have had one four-hour session but since then we try to keep them to two and mm-hmm. three because we don't want to interfere too much with family life and we want this to be a fun easy thing for all of us to get to and yes. go to and not spend too much time away from the rest of the family mm-hmm. even though most of the family's here it's just my hubby we'll get him one day <laughs> we don't uh, know maybe we won't uh, but
1: <laughs> he is so adamant about
0: not, being part, not being part of this
1: part of it <laughs> he, he always jokes and he says that, that we're down here doing like devil worshiping or something around the table <laughs> he or, knows we're not but, but he just jokes but he it's just funny. jokes
0: he knows that we all we all bond over stuff like this like the harry potter books and mm-hmm. and we're all big nerds and he just barely started getting into the Harry Potter yeah. stuff didn't he because he went to to where Universal, he went to, Studios, yeah, yeah. Universal Studios and so he he got all excited about Harry Potter and we're like oh where have you been <laughs> yeah so yeah. he's he's always a little behind the times <laughs> so it's kind of funny but you don't want to spend too much time away you want you know I still want to be with my husband when he gets home at night and so we we try to keep our sessions pretty small which means that you are you are only going to get an hour show, and yeah, we're just going to try to put in the most we can and be as funny and entertaining we hope as we can without getting too bogged down into the rules of the game, but mm-hmm. playing the game still where you have to roll the dice and you have to make these choices and you have to do whatever the dice is dealt.
1: Yeah, and that's that's another good sign. A sign of a good player is you know you can you can like like have this this amazing role player, but and their their dice are just not giving them that option, that opportunity to, you know, really shine. And then all of a sudden they roll like a natural 20 on a bluff check and they're like, finally, I finally get to bluff this guy or whatever. And that's what happened with Marcus. That's what happened with Zacharias. He, his character is is geared more towards the, like the...
0: Diplomacy. Diplomacy, talking talking to to people, tricking them, yeah.
1: Rather than combat. And you'll notice like in a combat session, Marcus has a very hard time you know, hitting things with his bow or, you know, poking people with his dagger, whatever, because his character is built more towards uh, conversating with people. And so so it, Instead it, that's, of the
0: actual fighting yeah. with them.
1: <laughs> and that's a really cool thing, too. Like, like, you know, the party makeup is there to to build off of each other. Like no one person is going to be good at everything. No. Yeah, that's that's what we're noticing,
0: too. That we seem to have one really good fighter in Zachary's character, Parade, where Min comes in sometimes and has good combat with his different spells and things. And Lyra and Artrilla seem to be more backup and and put morale into the group, though I'm starting to think that Artrilla needs to make take more risk to truly be Artrilla and to get out of Tracy's head and get more into Artrilla's head. Yes. So uh,
1: you know, it's it's funny though that you say she really that. doesn't
0: have a lot of combat skills yeah. and power in the way I've built her.
1: Yeah. And that's true too. Like like a, a bard is, is known for their knowledge capabilities. Yeah. And and your, your backstory where you've traveled the the world and explored, you've you've discovered all these things and that's where your knowledge comes from um but at the at, and and it's funny that you say you know you you want to get out of Tracy's head but every person around the table is so scared about losing their character
0: yes. that they
1: <laughs> they find it very hard to take these risks and uh you know unless their their character is Parade who goes in and one-shots a zombie with his axe yeah, and yeah. so it, you know it's and that's another thing like would your character be in these risky situations would they would they swoop in and risk getting hit, or would they stand back? And it's up to the character, not the player. So you're still so, trying at,
0: – at, at episode six, we're still trying mm-hmm. to figure out exactly how far our characters would plunge themselves into these dangerous yeah. situations. So, yeah, it's very interesting. It's fun to, fun to find out, fun to see what the other – The other players are doing even though like like i said they're my kids i can't tell from week to week what's going to happen and how they're going to play it even when we discussed oh we're going to pull fast one on spencer i hope he's ready for us it still didn't go the way we thought even though we all four of four of the five of us talked about this Mm -hmm. i think actually i think we even told jessica get ready to do some magic well jessica chose as Lyra to stay outside outside of the store and then she used that later on to get more intel on why he had this, which was mm-hmm. really brilliant, I thought. I was really surprised when she played it that way and I was really glad because mm-hmm. there was no way we were going to go back and question this shopkeeper. He, he wouldn't have talked yeah, to he, us. Yeah, there's no way
1: would have talked he, to you guys. He threw
0: us out of his place. So I thought that was a really good move on her part not to be a, a part of our big bluff. So yeah. that was kind of it. Fun. Was
1: It was really good and, you know, it was kind of a, a con. That's where the name of the episode came from. If any of you have seen the movie The Italian Job – it's just a, a like a con man and his team, you know, pulling these big heists, and that's kind of what happened in the episode. It was just this big bluff to, you know, steal from this shopkeep, an item that, you know, may or may not have belonged to him. We, we don't know for certain after the episode. Uh, you know, we learned a little bit of information, but, you know, it's it's interesting. The episode was was very interesting. And then, you know, after that, you guys go into this crypt... And you find those items after, you know, conning this guy. That was yeah, interesting. Yeah, that was interesting. Too. Yeah. And if you have not been on the website, we highly recommend that you do because pictures on the website almost every episode there's a new picture of a map or a prop or something oh
0: and spencer's very good at the props they're lots of fun to look at in fact the picture he put up doesn't do the prop justice i don't think yeah i
1: need i need to so retake may, the picture he may put up yeah. a
0: different picture because it does not show how cool this prop really is we were all just kind of stopped the game to look at this prop for a little bit we
1: had to edit some of that out because we just like stared at it for too long yeah I think. a
0: lot long but that's part of the fun if of our game too he's bringing the fun to us so that we can see this get more into the Mm -hmm. game it's not something you have to do when you play Pathfinder this is just helping us as you know the five characters that we are get more involved in the game and and it's more real to us Mm -hmm. I guess because we can actually see and touch something so
1: yeah and and like my mom said like every every GM is going to be different some GMs you know have like absolutely no talent to make a prop or whatever but they might excel in the role-playing side of things and they might be phenomenal role players and so you know every gm oh, great has, storytellers oh, exactly yeah yes so every gm has something to bring to the table uh and and you know it when you find a group it's just it's just like what fits best with you and you want to find you know four or five people that you can play with that just mesh very well so that's another. yeah, and
0: I think we're finding that we're meshing pretty good. Yeah, even though there's lots of different ages. Zach's only sixteen, and I'm, you know, not sixteen <laughs> anymore. And Jessica's in her mid, you know, twenty thirties. And so it's it's this big group of different people mm-hmm. and different ages, and we're still having lots of fun together. Oh and yeah, some of the things. The kids do just make me laugh. I'm sure I'm the only one laughing every week because they just make me laugh. So I'm really enjoying it. And I just I encourage people just give it a try. Mm -hmm. I know that Pathfinder has something called the beginner box that even you can do with little kids. I haven't looked into it too much. But
1: and that is a great product. It's a
0: a great way to get your family to start talking to each other and visiting with each other. And I don't know. It's been kind of fun for Mm -hmm.
1: us and and that's kind of our goal. I know Philip in his intro a couple episodes ago, he, you know, he said find that creative outlet and if you're if you're interested in playing F- Pathfinder, maybe that can be your creative outlet with your family and it really is, you know, just a really great way to get closer to people and, you know, get to know them better. Uh, most of the time, but we won't get yeah. into the negative side of it. No, but... we,
0: I don't think we've even really had a negative side it. <laughs> we yet. haven't. No, but I, we're getting along really great. I've
1: heard horror stories of some groups that just go off the rails because somebody does something that somebody else doesn't agree with, and it's just – so you just – like 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 I said, you just need to find a group that you mesh well with, that you yes. get along with at the same sit time. Down,
0: sit down maybe some ground rules. I know yes. Zacharias says let's not ever go after each other, which I think that's a great rule. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to be a team whether these characters would naturally come together probably not but in your game they're together so Mm -hmm. make it work you're a team you're a team from day Mm -hmm. one and you
1: as a player have complete control over the character and so like like don't be the player that makes it hard on the other players to work together you you find a reason for your character to be in that group and you make it work and you work with the rest of the party and that's probably the Biggest thing that you can do as a player, and 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 your GM will love you forever. Yeah, I, think, I
0: think so too. Mm-hmm. Don't don't go after your teammates. Go after yes. the bad guys. Yes, exactly. That's what you're there to mm-hmm. do. Not not getting a fight with your teammates. Definitely, you can tease them. Trilla mm-hmm. loves to tease little men. Which I think is so funny. And my son, the son I do it to, Philip, loves it. I mean, he just laughs and we Mm -hmm. have a great time. So he seems to be my target right now just because he's the easiest one for me to play those gnome-like trick Mm -hmm. pranks on. Because that's what gnomes do. They play pranks. I've got to have somebody in there who can take a prank. And Philip just seems to be the easy target. But I'm sure some of them, the rest of them are going to have pranks (laughs) happen to them too Mm -hmm. in this adventure.
1: We're uh, just about out of time for this uh, behind the scenes episode. So, if you are interested in finding more about uh, the game of Pathfinder, go to paizo.com. dot com. That's p a i z o dot com, and you can find like all the rule books on there. There are forums that you can go on. You can you can even search for like beginner forums and And just read comments from other players that you know th- when they're they're hesitant to get in or they want to know how to get in. just like you know, go and do your research and and then, you know, maybe invest the thirty dollars to get a core rule book. They've actually come out with less expensive options. So if you're not too keen on buying a full size hardcover, you know thirty five forty dollar book, get the pocket edition that they've just started coming out with. They're taking all the old rule books and they're they're making them smaller, more affordable as well. So if that's a an option for you and you've got, you know, twenty bucks lying around and you're really interested in doing it, you know, go go purchase a pocket sized core rule book and just get into it. Just find some friends to play with. And we you know, we we are proof that you can have fun with this and, you know, involve your any whole ages, family. Yeah. Exactly. Any, any ages, age. mm-hmm. all
0: your family, friends. Yeah. So, so have fun.
1: Mm-hmm. That is the, the biggest thing about about uh, Pathfinder is, you know, just the reason people play Pathfinder is to have fun. So that's what we encourage as well. Um, we want to wrap up this episode with a shout-out to –
0: The Magic Mirror yes. Moment. okay, I'm going to turn, I'm gonna turn it over to you. the Magic Mirror Moment. <laughs> Our shout-out this week goes to L'Oreal Record. She was our neighbor back in Spanish Fork. Love her to death. And we just want to say thank you so much for your support. We appreciate your kind comments. She didn't have a question for us, however, but we do want to make sure that she knows we appreciate that she's listening to us and giving us um, some feedback that we definitely need. Uh, we really would like some more feedback from anybody who's listening. Our email address is podcast nope
1: oh. It's podcast
0: at gatheringages.com. Sorry, podcast <laughs> at gatheringages.com. And you can find that on our website, which is wordpressgatheringages.com. That's where you can find everything. And if you just hit the email now, you can write an email right to us. It's so simple and easy. Spencer's put a ton of time into it to make it really nice and easy to navigate this great website. And that's also where you can find all the great pictures and our Trilla's journal and the lawyer's what Zachary's new section called lawyers yeah
1: the courtroom there's the gonna court be a courtroom. yeah
0: so Zachary Zacharias is getting ready for that and it's just a lot of fun the website's a lot of fun too just a, a added addition to the podcast but we're excited for you li- anybody listening to us and keep coming because the story is just getting more and more mysterious and creepy and mind-boggling I cannot figure out what is going on in this little town it's driving me crazy so
1: I know everything Ah. (laughs) (laughs) so anyway we hope you guys enjoyed listening to my mom and i talk uh and make sure you tune in this week to episode six uh it's a great episode it's a really good episode we we recorded it's very creepy (laughs) we recorded it and then we're doing this after it just just how it worked out so make sure you guys tune in for episode six uh and you know just just go out and game anyway have a nice day guys bye bye